Hey, welcome back for another episode of the podcast, Porn Brain Rewire, with me, Dr. Trish Lee. In this episode, I want to talk about how you can unlock the secret to rewire your relationship following a porn habit. Following a porn habit. So stay with me because in this video, what we're going to talk about is number one, how porn damages your relationship in ways you might not understand. Then secondly, we're going to talk about what kind of relationship, what are the shocking results that you will get when you rewire your relationship, the results that you've always wanted and you deserve. Then what we're going to talk about is how do we get you from where you are to where you want to be? What are the secrets? So stay with me until the end. Okay, I am inspired to record this podcast today because I've just added a new bonus module to my 90-day program. Yes, I have a program. I talked to someone the other day and he's like, I didn't know you had a program. I've been following you for years. I didn't know you had a program until you talked about it in one of the recent podcasts. I My New Year's resolution is to let you know that if you struggle with porn, you likely need a program. These podcasts are here to give you information on how to start to get your way out of the screen. Most people need a program. That's the hardcore reality. So please go over to drtrishlee.com. Look at the Porn Recovery Program. It's a 90-day program. It has what you need to succeed. So go check it out. Um, and now there's 10 lessons, a whole module, a bonus module, Relationship Rewire, because so many people have asked me about these topics. So what we're talking about here is how to attract the perfect partner, an emotionally healthy partner, how to repair a relationship that's been damaged by porn, or how to avoid a damaged relationship in the first place. That's where our heart and minds are today. So first of all, what does porn do to damage your relationship? We're just going to skim the surface here. Um, and if your relationship has been damaged by porn, I don't have to tell you if you're aware of it, but what I'm going to cover are some of the things you might not be aware of. So first of all, the mechanisms behind a porn, a porn habit real quick is that if you have a porn habit that you've had for a long time, especially frequency, consistency, and intensity, intensity in the screen, you're watching things that are giving your brain a huge rush of dopamine. You've taught your brain that that super normal stimulus of the screen and pornography, you've taught it that's where the pleasure is. And we know that there is a, what I call the 4D uh cycle of porn addiction, a dopamine drip leads you into the screen, a dopamine deluge, a flood of dopamine numbs your brain out. It creates a dopamine drowning. You feel great for a while. Then you're back to a dopamine deficit state in your life, which means there's more stress, less pleasure, and especially you're less attracted to healthy, emotionally healthy women, like your partner. So we know this, the 4D cycle of porn sucks you into the screen for pleasure and it basically adioses happiness and connection in the real world. Pleasure goes down in the real world. That's because porn is a super normal stimulus. Super meaning more than natural or at heightened levels. 
In this podcast, I'm going to refer to it as a level 15. It's off the charts in terms of how much dopamine your brain is receiving. It's more dopamine than it can get in the world, just about anywhere. So that means even if you have the most amazing knockout partner, she is still a 10. One to 10 is the natural or normal. I don't even love the word normal, but optimal in terms of being healthy. Number 10 would be the highest level optimal partner. I'm going to call them a top tier partner. And my goal for you is to have a top tier partner and to be a top tier partner. That's one of our secrets. So stay with me so you can get that. But just know that if porn is in your relationship or if you are in a relationship with porn, it will make it difficult for you to be a top tier partner number 10 and it will make it difficult for you to find and keep a top tier level 10 partner. This is why. Porn makes it so that you want to go into the screen for that high level of pleasure, but in doing so, it makes it so that your partner is less attractive and you can have less pleasure with that partner. Your brain is used to level 15. Now it comes to being with a level 10. There's erectile dysfunction. There's arousal problems, which will lead you to fantasize, whether in your mind or actually using porn before you're with your partner, to attempt to have a good time in your own sex life. Sex lives are being destroyed by porn across the world because of this very level 15 level 10 notion. Now, to add insult to injury, most people are not level 10s in their life because there's trauma, dysfunction, stress. Most people are, you know, sixes at best. And if porn's in your relationship, likely you're more like a four. And if your partner senses the distortion that's happening in the dynamics of the relationship, She's a level four. So there's a lot of work to get you from level four to level 10. And it starts with getting rid of porn. So you have to be able to come up with the strategies to put up fences, create your pivot plan, dig into your past to unlock the neuro rigidity so you can get on your way to unwiring that porn brain pattern and moving towards the porn brain rewire. That's what my program does. That's why you need to be in my program or a program that feels good to you. Get in a program if you want the results that you need. Okay, so back to what happens in the relationship. It gets distorted. So now, usually there's more anger, irritability because of that dopamine deficit. There's disengagement. It's hard for you to go into the world and have a good time anymore. And the more you watch porn, especially with intensity, you'll forego your hobbies, your work deteriorates. You don't even want to hang out with your friends or your partner because there's no pleasure there, no happiness, no connection. All the energy is being used into the screen. So your relationship dynamics become one of victimizer and victim because neither you or your partner are happy with each other anymore because of the third ball and chain of porn. It really distorts the dynamics. In the new module in my program, I describe it in detail. There's a triangle of dynamic dysfunction. There are types of relationship patterns. There's 
enmeshment where the lines are too cover are cross over too much between you and your partner. There's disengagement where you're just completely disengaged from the relationship. That's covered in depth in the new module in the program. Here, what I want to tell you is something I call the board game of life. The board game of life leads to disillusionment of partners for the most for the most part, but maybe for you too, is that we might think of our relationship as one board game, as us, but there really is no us. There's me and there's you, and we both have needs. We want us each to have healthy needs, but if we're level four partners, there's a bunch of unhealthy needs there. For you, the unhealthy need is hypersexuality, lusting, masturbation, porn use, other sexual behaviors as a self-soothing mechanism to make your brain feel good because it's wrapped up in this 4D cycle. For your partner, what that usually does is it creates safety and um, control issues because they know something's up, whether they know exactly what that is or not. They know that you're off, they know that their relationship is off and they probably have some baggage that they have to work on from their past too. And that does not come with judgment at all. This girl's got baggage she's constantly working on from the past. And hopefully you are too, because when you work on it, you can resolve it. Unlock the neuro rigidity, create neuroplasticity and move forward. But the point being, both of you have room to improve, but porn's got to go so that you can leave the distorted dynamics behind. So let's move on to number two, because it's really clear that porn damages relationships. There's tons of science that shows that, before we move on to number two, the science shows that porn damages your brain. It decreases functioning in the frontal lobe. It desensitizes the reward center, which makes your brain need level 15 plus giving you the arousal issues with your partner, or if you're trying to be with a new partner, level 10 can never compare to level 15. But this is the problem. I want you to know the problem isn't with your partner. It's with the damaged brain performance pattern that needs level 15. We want to get you back so that when your partner is the most awesome version of herself, level 9 or 10, that is doing it for you beyond belief. And that's how you can repair your relationship in terms of connection, but also in terms of having an awesome sex life, happiness, connection, and pleasure. The happiness trifecta is what it's called. Dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin. That's what the trifecta is that creates a beautiful relationship rewire. That's what will create the shocking results of a better relationship than you've ever had. If you started watching porn when you were young, you have no idea what a relationship can be without porn in the mix. Now is the time for you to figure it out and experience it, which is totally awesome. So let's move to number two. What are the shocking results that you can expect? When you heal your brain and it's not being pulled into the screen and it's not being pushed by the need for mood regulation, what happens is hypersexuality is doused down. It decreases and it becomes healthy libido and sexuality. So many men think that their hypersexuality is just manly libido. 
It's not. It's actually in ICD-11, the International Classification of Diseases, the 11th edition, the most recent edition, says that there is compulsive sexual behavior disorder. And not to freak you out by that, but disorder is lack of order, disorder. It, to me, it's a dysregulated brain pattern, meaning that there's not order in your nervous system. Thus, there's not order in your sex life, your sexuality. Your sexuality is hypersexuality. It's on too much. And so when we decrease it and it's down at a healthy level, there's appropriate times for sex and you can enjoy it at a level 10, but your brain isn't going there all the time for self-soothing and mood regulation. You can't enjoy that if your brain is being controlled by hypersexuality. You can enjoy it when you're controlling your brain. That's what I want you to get back to. And when you do that, the times when you're with your partner are great. They don't have to be funky level 15 pleasure seeking three ring circus for you to be aroused and to enjoy sex. It can be at level 10 happiness trifecta where everybody's having a good time, not just you, your partner's having a good time too. Pleasure, happiness, and connection. And what sex should be, yes, it should be sexy and spicy. It's sex. It's supposed to be sexy. What it's not supposed to be is just driving towards the highest level of dopamine at all costs, objectifying your partner, which also distorts the relationship, using her for the highest level of pleasure that you can possibly get out of the experience. It's supposed to be shared, give and take. Connection, staying in the moment, not going to fantasy. You can enjoy that. Now, that's one aspect of the relationship rewire, but you deserve more than that. You deserve your partner to be your best friend. So your best friend knows everything about you. And actually, last night was Valentine's Day. The Hubs and I watched this cheesy Netflix movie that was mid, honestly. Um, it was Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. It was cute. It was called Your Place or Mine. It was all right. But the point was they were best friends for their whole for 20 years and they actually didn't share the most intimate pieces of themselves. She had secrets. He had secrets. They thought they were connected at this deep level, but it was really superficial. And, you know, I'm sure you're probably not going to watch it, but spoiler alert coming, you know, in the end, they end up finding out about each other's deep, dark secrets and they end up appreciating the fact that now they know the person at the whole level and that builds intimacy and it builds vulnerability on each person's part so they can connect at a deeper level. They end up getting together, which it's cute in the end for sure. And in the end is what I call a miracle moment because he's all mad at her at first and then she's all mad at him, victim, victimizer, flipping, flip-flopping back and forth. And in the miracle instant, she's able to go, okay, I'm not going to see him as the guilty guy of all the crap I see. I'm going to let it go and see him as the person that I love. And he does the same thing, happiness trifecta. And they end up getting together. And of course, hope, and it says and they, they lived happily ever after. Part of the, my message too is that relationships aren't fairy tales where they live happily ever after. And it says that, and then it says, no, they didn't. Marriage is hard. 
but they had an awesome life and enjoyed it. That's what I want for you. Those are the shocking results, is that you show the dirty parts of yourself or the less than shiny parts of yourself to your partner and they stay. And they end up loving you more because now they know that stuff about you. And so when it comes to porn addiction, I encourage people not to tell their partner until they have a handle on it. It's very difficult to go tell your your bestie or your partner and say, you know what? I'm wrapped up in this shame-based situation. And if you can do that and it doesn't create more shame, I do think that's awesome. But I know many people aren't able to do that because it creates so much shame. Their partner freaks out and they get wrapped up in the victim-victimizer role. So when you get into a program and you start working on it and you gain success, then you can say, you know, friend, I have this problem, but I've been working on it and I'm being successful and I really would appreciate your support. And what I mean by friend is your partner. Like, you know, my hubs, I always call him, hey friend, what's going on? He did the funniest thing the other day. My friends wanted to go somewhere and he texts back on this group chat, uh, I have to check with my lover. <laughs> and he'll say that in front of our kids too. Just so funny, like cracks me up, totally cracks me up. And that is a beautiful thing about a relationship. Two days ago, I made a video about this, but if you didn't see it, two days ago, and I'm I'm sure this this man would not appreciate me because he's a manly man. And then when I tell the stories about him, he probably seems not manly. He's a top tier partner for sure. He bought me this huge Valentine's Day balloon. It was a heart. It was before it floated away on the front porch. And he got me a dozen roses and he drives a convertible with two doors. So he must have struggled. He told me that he struggled to get it out of the car. He ended up smashing one of the roses and the balloon floated away. And I saw it through the glass door. I see his befuddled face like watching the balloon float away. And we just ended up cracking up. And he's like, it was like a $20 balloon. But we're cracking up about it together. And I'm not mad that I got 11 roses in a string. And he's not embarrassed because it was just a funny moment, totally worth the 20 bucks, more so than having a huge balloon around for the next month, watching it deflate. But, you know, that's the point that we've gotten to in our lives. There's no drama. We try not to have any drama. And there's just enjoyment, pleasure, happiness, and connection. And we try to share that with the people in our lives. And I'm trying to share that with you, that you can have that. He's seen, you know, my underbelly. I've seen his. We communicate about such things these days. Not always, but we're transparent and we know what each other has going on. And that brings us closer. That's the shocking result that you deserve. You deserve your partner to be your best friend. If your partner isn't your best friend, you deserve to find a partner who can be or to take the opportunity in your relationship to make your partner your best friend again. And I'm telling you right now, if porn's in the mix, your partner can't be your best friend because there's a third entity in your relationship and it's time to adios it. Okay, so how do you do it? Number one, top tier partners, man. In the animal kingdom, every single animal, male or female, wants a top tier partner. Males want the best female of their species. Females want the same. It's proven by science, which I think is pretty cool. So become a top tier partner for your partner if you're in a relationship for the part you, partner you want to attract if you're not. So remembering back to what do you want to create in your life? Who do you want to be? 
your partner was attracted to that, to that, to the essence of it at least. So when you raise yourself up from a four or a five or a six to a 10, you're on purpose in your work. You're rocking it out. You're making more money than you ever did. You're happy in your work. You're engaging in hobbies that fill your soul. You have relationships in the real world. You're not going into this distorted reality of fantasy at a level 15. Your sex life is better than ever. Become a top tier partner. Set goals for yourself. Set baby steps to accomplish them. Rock out your best life. That's how you attract and you keep a partner who wants to be with the real you. And it's awesome when you do it. Then communication. I know you don't want to communicate with your partner right now. Why have a partner that you can't communicate with? To me, that's uh, shackles on your life. You should be able to be your real self with your partner. But again, going back to, we all have needs. Are they healthy or unhealthy? You have to be a person with healthy needs so that your partner becomes a person with healthy needs and you show up for each other. Communication, letting your partner know what you have going on, asking for your partner's support, being able to be strong in your own self. My husband was mocking my sweater that I was wearing the other day. Yeah, that's not cool. Not a top tier partner thing for sure. And he was saying it's like, I don't know, some character in The Witcher because it had like puffy sleeves and he kept tooling on me. And I'm like, listen, dude, clothing is an opinion statement. I don't love some of the stuff you wear. And if you don't love this sweater, keep it to yourself. I did not go change that sweater because, you know, it's not the best sweater in the world, but I'm like, you know what? I'm wearing it. I'm definitely not going to be tooled on and I'm not going to change. So you can enjoy my Witcher outfit in your mind. And he did. And I kindly showed up and said, listen, enough already with the Witcher comments. I get it. You don't love it, but that's okay. I don't love some of your clothes either. And he just gave me the look and like, okay, I'll be quiet now. Back to being a top tier partner, confident in the clothes that I'm wearing, whether he likes it or not. He's back to being a top tier partner who's not making comments that make me feel uncomfortable. There we go. So it's a work in progress at all times. It's not like you become a top tier partner and you stop there. You gain the skills of becoming a top tier partner and then you use healthy communication to stay there. That's the fundamentals. And when you do that, you break the victimizer victim dynamic that is toxic that might be flying under the radar. You go to work on figuring out what your goals are and moving towards them. Now, I know that sounds easy, but let me give you a practical step to put in your journal and then we'll wrap this baby up today. Is that how could you be a top tier partner? In your journal, write all the things that you do that make you top tier level 10. Now, if your self-awareness is high enough, in another column, Write down all the behaviors or the thoughts that you have that make it so that you're not a top tier partner, that you're a top, you're a six, a five, a four, lusting after every woman. If you go out with your partner and every time you go out, you check out other people, that's not a top tier partner behavior. If you drink all the time, not top tier partner. If you say nasty things or if you're angry and if you're irritable, that's not top tier. If you mock your partner, Even if you don't support your partner, I'll tell my husband, I'm doing this thing. And he'll be like, you know, he might not like some of those things, but he'll be like, go for it, woman, because that's what we do. 
And, you know, he's, he wants to go do this thing. He's like, do you think I should do it? I said, do you want to? And he's like, I think I do. He's like, go for it, my friend. It might not be a thing I would have picked for him, but it's a thing he wants. And I support the things that he wants. Find out the things you don't do that, that you, so first, the things you do that make you a top tier partner. Second, the things you do that you are not being a top tier partner, then flip those things into what you could do to change the behaviors on a day-to-day basis. Being a top tier partner is a day-to-day thing. And then communicate. Communicate to your partner your healthy needs and communicate about your sex life. Communicate about what you have going on in your heart, in your mind, so she doesn't have to read those things and read them wrong sometimes. Communicate, communicate, communicate. That is one of the top secrets that you need to know to be a top tier partner. And when you do that, your sex life gets better, your life gets better, your work gets better, your relationship will rewire itself and you will rebuild trust. If there's not trust in your relationship right now, it's because of lack of honesty and lack of communication. Building integrity and communicating is the way out of that. So you have to get in integrity to get rid of the shame. That's the becoming the top tier partner piece and then continue to communicate that to your partner. I offer a program for partners called Sanity After Betrayal. And the reason I named it that is because many partners go insane in their own right. They lose touch of what is real and what's not because the relationship becomes so distorted and they feel betrayed. Betrayal is not having you as a partner or the relationship live up to what they expected. You feel betrayed because you aren't getting what you were promised that you If it's marriage, you know, literally you promise to do these things to your partner. But even in a relationship, when you meet a person, you go, okay, this is me. But if you don't tell the partner all the things about you, then the relationship is not built on a solid foundation. It's built on dishonesty, maybe even lies. So now the partner feels betrayed when they find out that that you and your relationship is a house of cards. So the way around that is to build a strong foundation of dignity and integrity and clear communication based on top tier you and encouraging your partner to be top tier her. Okay, I hope that helps you out. Um, do the exercise and remember, get into my 90 day program. Today's the day, my friend. This is like quitting smoking. This is like losing weight. I don't want you to wait one more second. Get into my program. You can use my personal coupon code, Trish10. It usually works. So please get in, get 10% off right now for listening to this relationship podcast because it is so important to me because when you heal yourself, you will heal your relationship and it will create a massive ripple effect of positive change. When you're stuck in a porn habit, You're perpetuating the silent tsunami of porn without trying. It's distorting your relationship and creating a whole world of havoc that you don't even realize is happening. So get into the program. 
break the downward spiral, create the upward spiral, and move on to the best version of your life because I want you to rock it out, my friend. Let's do this. Okay, um, and as always, control your brain or it'll control you.